What's up, Twitter Spaces? What's up, Podcast World? It's the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. Big Perk right there, the big fella. Perk, you got boxing skills, huh? I'm all right. I'll be in the lab. I'm just been working on keeping my uppercut short. Like you got I, a you got a quick jab like Ryan Garcia? What you got? Uh, I mean, I know how to snap it. I know how to step and snap it with it. I didn't know. You know what? Look, the jab is an underrated punch. All right, People don't realize that the jab is so underrated. They think a jab is just like something to set up your other punch for a counter. But you can actually drop somebody with a jab. You got to be strong to do that, huh? Because no, for, really. for most people, it's well for for everyone, it's their offhand, right? If I'm right-handed, I'm yeah, jabbing with how, my left. That's how you step them with it, in the twist, the turn. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it's all the shoulder work. You know what I mean? So you know, I try to keep that tucked, and just just in case somebody try to offer two of the one of them two of the trolls see me in the streets and think Big Perk ain't got them hands, and I got to put them on. Oh, them. No Perk, who would be dumb enough to step to you? Zero people would do that on I mean, face to face. Some people are trying. Dang. There you guys. That's crazy. It's so dumb. You can talk all your shit on Twitter <laughs> behind your mobile phone, <coughs> behind your T-Mobile plan. But if you saw Perk in the streets, you ain't stepping to him. Perk, on that note, I have to ask you a question because people are so sensitive when it comes to Twitter and also when it comes to, to betting, right? So let's say you you put out a bet. You like so-and-so in the first half. And then, hey, as it were, that it didn't hit, right? happens all the time and so people i see them on twitter they get all mad They're like thanks a lot perk thanks for nothing yo why are people so so sensitive like go to vegas one time in your life and and play for a weekend and see how much money you lose like well, it's part of it well first of all i thought betting is gambling correct right? so you're taking a gamble there's no for sure in gambling right i'm just giving you you know, what are my predictions? Now, you know, at the end of the day, you have to realize this. When when you're when you're talking about the betting academy and gambling, you're not betting on yourself. You're actually putting your faith in another man's in or uh, another team or another person's hands, right? Yeah. That's what you're betting banking on. Right. Whether this team is gonna perform that night or not, it's just that I love those odds. But again, like I said, we're eighty percent. Yeah. We're over 80%. I mean, you know, you have those off days where teams slip up and you're like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, it happens. So, or someone happens. gets injured or you, like a bad beat. Scott Van Pelt talks about that all the time. Free throws late, a, a Hail Mary from 60 feet or whatever. Like, you know, that shit happens. I mean, it happens all the time. I forgot what game it was last week, but it was like the spread was almost covered. It was 40 something seconds left in the game. This team was up six. I think they were supposed to cover by like three and a half. All of a sudden, so you're like, okay, three and a half. They just got to stop. They get the ball back. You're looking at the clock. You're like, they may go for a quick two for one, right? Yeah. So check this out. End up happening is I'm watching the game. And what ended up happening was they come down. They take a two for one. It's like 30-some seconds left, 33 seconds. They miss it. Now, they still up six, the spread three and a half. But guess what they end up happening? The team comes down, they hit a two-pointer, right? So it's like 23 seconds. So you're like, okay, I didn't cover it. Now the team is up four. They go they go take the last shot, and if they don't take the last shot, it's kind of iffy. Well, the dude just comes up and just turns the ball over, dribble the ball off his foot. Like, you can't Damn. control it. Team comes down, he get a layup, right? Yeah, And then all of a sudden, the same team got an opportunity to go down and miss the wide-open bunny. It just happens that way. Yep, It happens that way. 
And if people watch the game, this is look, this is why I'm this is part of the betting academy. Is that not only do you place your bets and learn the betting system and things of that nature, but we want to encourage you to actually watch the game. Fact. Watch the floor of the game, watch how teams play, watch certain things, watch the personnel. That way you can know the matchups, you can know certain things. Now I know I get it, right? COVID, uh, the way the seasons, the season has been going, you've been having teams that been playing makeup games. Sure. Right. So they're playing a lot of games. Guys are sitting out. Guys are getting it's late scratch scratches at the last moment where you like, he's not playing tonight. What you mean? And I mean, it's there. Yep. And it and it'll <clears throat> and it can bite you. It's just the way it is. It's the way the world works, guys. Life is unfair. It happens. Like, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Well, let's get into let's get but, into picks. We we got good games tonight, Perk. No, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I want well, you to finish your well, thought. Well, G, for, for, the, for the listeners out there, okay, I dropped the ball yesterday because I didn't put my picks out that I told you about when I called you. Yep. Can you go ahead and tell them because all three of those picks hit yesterday in the yep. first half. Yeah, I have them. And you know what? I can go through and look at my text because, people, we have receipts, all right? Let me see, Perk, where are you at? Look, this is what happened right here at yesterday at 2.28 Pacific time, 2.28 p.m. Pacific time. We made a graphic. Isaac, our boy Isaac, made a graphic for Perk. He took the Bucks first half minus five and a half. He took the Thunder first half plus six and a half. Wow. And yeah. then he took the Trailblazers first half minus three and a half. So Big Perk is he works hard. He was tired. He dozed off, took a nap, forgot to post that graphic. All three of them mugs hit, right? Um Every single one of them. By the way, the Thunder beat the Celtics. Not only did they cover the half, they they won for the game. Covered. Well, oh, I don't well, know if they covered, but they won the game. Well, let me tell you something. Not only did they cover for the first half, and not only did they cover for the game, ah. but they covered for the second half as well. Wow. That's what I'm saying. So we ha- we actually have the graphic, and Perk was about to take it to market, but he na- he napped, and then by the time he woke up, it was halftime. You can't post then. People think you're you're. People will you're say perk. that is photoshopped. <laughs> that was All right, like yo. But listen, we we're gonna redeem mm. ourselves tonight, Perk, because we're gonna get your picks, and then we'll get those out <clears> quickly. <throat> but but real quick, I told Twitter that I would ask you the most important question of the day before we got into picks. Mm. This is super super important. All right, Chris Hayes tweeted not too long ago. Um, he said, is Kelly Oubre Jr. the best looking player in the NBA, right? And a lot of people responded saying that it was Serge Ibaka. Rex Chapman, Rex is funny. You know how Rex on Twitter. He said, hey, Devin Booker would like a word. I, I, don't, even, I don't even need to put you on the spot because I know how sometimes guys don't want to talk about other men being good looking. It's fine. I think Devin Booker's up there. Kelly Oubre is definitely up there. He's beautiful. Don't sleep on Jordan Clarkson. He's beautiful. Okay. Serge is very good looking. Jalen Brown is a handsome man, if I don't say so myself. And I think I think Ben Simmons is a very good looking guy as well. And by the way, two of those guys are up for awards. Ben Simmons, Defensive Player of the Year. Jordan Clarkson, Sixth Man. Those would be my picks, Perk. I think that's an important question. I just had to say it. 
Well, well, I'm glad that's your picks, G, because I'm not picking nobody. You know, if I had to pick somebody, it would be myself. But listen, let me tell you something. I'm not. Oh, playing. oh also Paul George. Let's not forget about PG. But but look, let me let me ask you this. When did this even come about? Like I don't know. I, I like, think and, yeah. and Chris Haynes is my boy, but no, I'm no, no, not Chris Haynes, not Chris Haynes, Chris Hayes, a different, a different cat, also yeah. okay. a, a writer. Well, Chris yeah. Hayes, but I I'm just trying to figure out like how did this even come as a conversation? Like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go back through the Twitter, the thread, because it must have been something that came out of last last night's pressers, uh, and so maybe he was just like, "Hey, you know, ladies or whatever, tell me who it is." And he thought most women would say Kelly Oubre, but what they said uh, emphatically was Sergi Baca, and he's a good looking guy, and he also big scarf collector. Well, I mean, he's a fashion guy. Yeah, I mean, you know he he's in the fashion, he's in the that. Let me tell you a quick story about. And he Serge. speaks French. Right, he speaks a lot of language. Yep. So look, let me tell you a quick story about Serge, right? Yep. Played with Serge for four and a half years. You know, Serge has this big old kit, okay? Like, you know, is I wouldn't even call it a toiletry bag because it's too big for that, right? Doppler it, kit. Serge, after practice, literally spends about 45 minutes in the mirror. He got, he got, this type of face cream, this type of stuff for this, this type of stuff. And I'm just sitting up there saying to myself, I said, Serge, I mean, goddamn, bro, like, when is it gonna stop? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, but like, literally, I mean, he has, you know, stuff for, you know, the top of his eyes and he has this for this. And I'm like, Toner, Man. exfoliator, moisturizing, aging, but he, but his skin is radiant. Per, like per, like Serge, he he takes care. You're gonna see him when he's 85, looking the same that he does now. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's I agree. It, it's wonderful. I agree. I agree. He take care of himself. He's really into it. like he's big on his haircut. He's being big on wearing his his do rag, his wave cap, like laying his hair down, like all that stuff. It, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right. Like. Sure. I think that's that's a that's a great thing for for a guy to you know take pride in his appearance. I yeah, mean, you know, he invests just, in his body the same way like LeBron does with his rehab, whatever. Ain't nothing like, wrong with that. Yeah, Serge is good. He's editorially like <laughs> mo modeling. Like he's got a career long after the NBA because of t maybe because he's been able to take such good care of himself. That's an amazing yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, good for him. <laughs> that's but that's a, that's a great story. I'm, all right, we agree it's got to be Serge because he puts in the work, people. So he is the best looking player in the NBA. Maybe Sakoli will, will give us a bet to the future on that, and we can we can take a poll at another point. Perk, real quick before we get into picks, we got a fan question. Oh, never mind. We'll hold it for the Knicks game. But I see you, Ali or Al Richton. I see you, Al Richton. We're gonna get to your question when we talk about Knicks. So Perk, let's get into some deadbolt locks. Where do you want to start for tonight? Let's go down the list for me, G. All right. Let's start with Atlanta, Philly, because I think all these games are really good. And if there's something you don't like, no problem. Philly's favored by eight and a half for the game, Perk. Do you like this? Uh, Hawks have been on, on you know, a nice little run. They're looking good in the East, right? They're looking solid. They what do you think about in, They yep. playing in Philly. Yep. I, I like Philly firsthand. Right. No Trey Young tonight. Yep. Although, although Bodanovich been killing. Been killing. Oh my, he's been killing him and Clint Capella. I Solomon mean. Hill has been solid, but I I like I like Philly because Philly I think um, Doc is going to have them fired up tonight because they haven't been playing their best basketball lately, right? Right, and it's ten games in the season, so 
I, I actually like Philly at the half, which they probably have to be up by five. Five and a half. Yeah, it's, it's set at five and a half. Philly's given up five and a half. So they got to be up by six at the half. You still like right. that? Right. Something like that. Yeah. I think could the, could Philly Atlanta we we it could they could meet the meet in the playoffs right um so it's not like I mean these teams see each other a lot in the East it's not like they're someone's you know worried about giving something up or or, or whatnot so I agree I think Philly's going to come up playing hard looking to win this game and, and assert themselves but I think five and a half is a lot I almost think eight and a half for the game is a lot I don't know I think I think we're underestimating how good Atlanta is no, just just based not, on the odds. <clears throat> Well, not, but like without Trey Young, I, I think it's fair, right? John yeah. Collins is playing, but I think that's a fair, that's a fair, that's a fair line. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Perk likes Philly first half minus five and a half against I the do. Hawks. I do. Okay. All right. Next game on the slate we have, I mean, this one kind of is, is the battle of, of, you know, the, the, the lottery, Orlando Magic, Cleveland Cavs. Cavs are favored by four. I'm not sure how they picked a favorite in this game. Well, that's a dead bow lock. I'm is saying, it? Yeah, Cavs first half. Cavs first that's half. A, that's a dead bow lock. And here's why, right? The Cavs actually haven't been playing bad basketball. Okay, and I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> what Kevin Love did, you know, two nights ago, or whatever, you know, with the out-of-bounds play, yep. you know, him throwing this little hissy fit or whatever you want to call it. Sure. Those things uh, – in my opinion, could bring a team together, right? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Love tried to bounce back and have a great game tonight. Orlando really don't have anything. They're not fighting for nothing. They don't really have a personnel. I like, you know, uh, I like Cole. I like some of the pieces they got, but they ain't really doing that. I actually think Cleveland might blow them out, to be honest, but that's a dead boat lock first half. Cavs, so, Orlando is a dead boat lot. I'm what, what do we think? It is probably about two because it's four for the game, maybe three. It, it don't matter. They'll be up by six at halftime. Okay. Cavs minus four for the game. Perk likes them as a lock first half. He thinks Kevin Love. Yeah. Things like that catalyze, right? I, I just make up a word. That's a catalyst for a team, though. It brings everybody together. I know it's late in the season. Cleveland knows their summer's coming early. So you might as well go out and play hard. You've only got a few left. Get a win against a team you absolutely should beat anyway. Unless you're trying unless you're trying to tank for a draft pick, right? No, nah, they they go play like Garland and Sexton and you know what I mean. Uh, and, and you got Tory and Prince coming in off the bench who I think he's been pretty up and down, but pretty he's been consistent, you know. So I just think they got more pieces. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. I, you know, like did he did he get hurt? Is he out? Who was that? Nance. No, I thought he was back. Okay, good. Well, I always want everyone to be healthy. I hate injuries, Perk. Yeah, I hate them. But I think they play tonight, and I think – I know that's a dead ball lock. There's no way that the Cavs are not up at half or probably covering for the game, to be honest with you. So that's interesting. If you guys like the Cavs, minus four for the game, it's a good one. But the lock, Perk thinks, is the halftime spread. Look at it, probably two and a half. Uh, so we like Philly first half. We like Cleveland first half. And and, and Keisha, we see you. We're going to get you your, your get to your question when we get to Nuggets, pals. We got you. All right, Perk, next. This is your favorite. I know you're going to love this one. Charlotte, Boston, your boys. Boston, seven and, a, seven and a half point favorites. I believe Kemba is out tonight. And Charlotte first half. 
Oh, I didn't even have to tell you. Tatum's questionable. Kemba's out. Charlotte first half. They're plus seven and a half, but you like them for the half. Yeah, because they're probably going to be getting four. Charlotte plays extremely hard. Terry Rozier is going to come back like, you know, having a revenge. You know, P.J. Washington, you know, uh, Miles Bridges, like, those guys play hard. So, you know, like, they're, and then, like, both of those teams are, are fighting for something. Yeah. So And uh, and Charlotte's getting LaMelo back. And he's, got a, and he's got a case to make for rookie of the year. Like, I feel that, like they're on the uptick. That's what I'm saying. So, I like Charlotte getting the points firsthand. That's I'm not awesome. saying that they're going to win the game, but I actually like Charlotte getting the points firsthand. Okay. Yeah, Charlotte first half plus seven and a half. It was kind of like your Thunder pick. Last night, first half against the Celtics, the Celtics ended up losing that game. Previously, the Thunder had lost 14 in a row, man. I know you were disappointed the Celtics lost that game, right? I mean, why would I be? Well, I mean, because because you call it, you you played in Boston. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, and you got just, love for some of those young cats out there. You I wanted do, to play I was, better. I, I do. I was just a little disappointed. Like, you're not going to win every game, but the effort that they put in, like, Baisley and Dortz was getting to the to the basket at will, like no resistance whatsoever. And here's why I was so disappointed with the Celtics. All right, you you look at the Oklahoma City Thunder roster, which had they have the youngest roster in the NBA. Right? Excuse me. Matter of fact, the Baylor Bears that just won the national championship. Average age, right? They're older than the Oklahoma City Thunder. Wow. Okay? So with that being said, with all those guys that were out last night for the Celtics, those, the, this was an opportunity for a guy like Neesmith, Grant Williams, uh, Shimmy Ojale, uh Romeo Langford to prove themselves, right? Like, guys that are on rookie deals, like, Every single time you step on the floor, you are auditioning, not just for the team that you're playing for, but it's other scouts in the stands and things to that nature. Like, you're auditioning. And I thought that was a golden opportunity for at least one or two of those guys to step the hell up and show that, hey, we belong in this league. Like, I thought I was going – like, we already know Peyton Pritchard. I don't care what no one says. He's a stud. He's yep. a flat-out hooper. He was a hoop, hooper at Oregon. He's not afraid of the big moments. I think he had a career high last night, 26 points. That didn't surprise me because I know he could get buckets. But those other guys that are, you know, still auditioning, like Grant Williams, who's, by the way, not a Celtic favorite, like a fan favorite in the in the city of Boston mm-hmm. in the state of Massachusetts, this was, some, this was a time for him to step his game up but he didn't like it was too many times I saw uh Baisley just really just abuse him yeah, like yeah. just outplayed him outworked him so with that being said it's a lot of guys on the Oklahoma City Thunder that are auditioning and and still working hard to prove themselves and they went there and they took their game and capitalized on the moment forget yeah. wins or losses I'm talking about individually, like you're fighting for your livelihood. What to explain, explain real quick? Explain to me, Lou Dort. Like we all we heard last year, the bubble. Or, you know, last year prior to was 
he's a defender. He's a lockdown defender. He's like a corner. He's like a shutdown corner, right? <laughs> and, no. the, and offensively, he he didn't really have much to burn. But then this year, he's really turned it on. Yes. We're, we're not talking much about Lou Dort from Most Improved, but like, is he being overlooked? That, that's, that's a come up. No, it's a huge come up. And guess what? Last year, they knew for, for sure that he wasn't knocking down the three. This year, you got to at least challenge his shot. Right. And right. then when he's driving to the lane, it's like brute force. I mean, I, I, he's one of the few guys that I've watched in the NBA that doesn't take a possession off. Like, we know guys. It reminds play- me of someone else that used to play for the Thunder named Russell Westbrook. Exactly. Like, that plays every second with everything they has. Like, I mean, to me, I don't I, – I think, like, when it's all said and done, the Thunder will give him what he deserves. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's making $12, $15 million a year. Deservedly. Yeah, he, for sure. He's not even on the board for most improved. That, yeah. That's too bad. By the way, Peyton Pritchard not even on the board for rookie of the year. And, and I and I feel that. But if you're gonna put a manual quickly at, you know, yeah, you gotta plus put plus ten thousand, have Peyton up there. Listen, like if Anthony Edwards is injured and LaMelo's injured, Wiseman's injured, like Peyton had every opportunity maybe to to be higher up in this conversation. So Absolutely. good on him for having a great rookie season, even if you know the odds makers don't don't want to reward him. That's okay. It happens. Just like sometimes we lose bets. All right, let's move on to the Bulls, the Knicks, and then we're going to take a question um, from from one of the from one of our fans, one of your fans actually. I don't have any fans, Bert. But listen, what do you think about this game? The Knicks favored by four against the Bulls, and I think previously the Knicks had won eight, nine in a row, and then they lost. So here they are back to play. No Zach Levine. What do you think? Do you like this one at all? I love it. I actually love the, I love the Knicks first half. I think it's a slam dunk. I think it's a dead bow lock. And there's no knock on the Bulls, but Big Busevich been a problem. But uh, the Knicks are going to come back on one. Like, they, they take pride in winning games. And I, I just – their defense is, is one of the best in the league. I just don't – I don't think that the Bulls have enough firepower offensively coming off the bench to match Derrick Rose, the way he comes in and affect the game. You have R.J. Baird, who's balling. We all know how we feel about Julius Randle. Yep. I just, I, I mean, like, right now, and they playing in New York. Yeah. Like, it, that's a hard place to win in. Like, that yeah. culture is really building out there. So I think, in my opinion, this is a dead boat lock. Knicks first half giving up one and a half. So that's actually a good line if you like the Knicks there. They've actually not the Bulls have have not have not actually played that bad without Levine. They've been all right. But the Knicks, you know, yeah, like we said, they won nine straight. They covered 12, 12 in a row against the spread before that. So we think they can get back on track. The Bulls, however, though, four and three since Levine's been out, and they've beat some pretty good teams. Um, because you know, now they have two all-stars. So even when when one's out, you still have a chance with big Vucevic. But I agree. I think a one and a half point spread in favor of the Knicks at half is a deadbolt lock. I totally agree yeah, with that. I'm with that. All right, let's look. Uh, we got um at at what is this? Alt Alt Richton. Man, sorry if I butcher that, but my last name's Paradiso, so people butcher that shit all the time. Fan question <laughs> from him. <laughs> Could be her. Fan question from Al Richton. Sorry, uh, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Let's get to it. Does Perk agree with LeBron when he said the NBA is better off when the Knicks are winning? You agree with that, Perk? Yeah. Yeah. Because 
here it is when you talk about the Knicks, like it's still, I think they were still market probably the most valuable franchise. It's still a mecca. And it gives like what what people have to realize as a as a player in the NBA and a former player, like you used to get it, you get excited to go play in Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah. And when the Knicks are playing great basketball and it's actually, you know, you have to go in Madison Square Garden and actually strap your boots up, it's actually better for everyone because now the players, you know, you already want to go play there just because of the history. But now the team is actually good. So now you're going to get good games. And, I mean, you know, the Knicks fan base runs deep. Yeah. So I agree with LeBron on that. Yeah, and everyone who goes to Madison Square, including LeBron, we saw it with Kobe, we saw it with MJ, we've seen it with James Harden, Russ. Hey, Everybody has amazing games at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I'm telling you, the energy level is different. Like everything about it, having to walk up that big old hill, and yeah. you know, just things like that. Like everything about it, walking through, seeing all the pictures on the walls of, you know, Jay Z having a concert. Yeah, I believe it's Muhammad Ali. You know, boxing match, like. All those things matter. Like you, you just feel it. Like you had a vibe here. I had my career high in Madison Square Garden, twenty nine points. <laughs> killing it, Bert. Well, listen, because since we're on the Knicks, we got a question from Omar. Omar Brown at Educated Seventy Nine, I believe. Sorry if I butchered that handle. Fan question from Omar: Can the Knicks beat the Nets in a seven game series, Bert? No. Okay. Flat no. out. Uh, yeah, and 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 I like the direction the Knicks are going in, but no. It just, yeah. I mean, you just don't have enough firepower. Like, I wouldn't yeah. say the Nets would sweep them or anything like that. I strongly believe that the Knicks could take them probably six games or get, you know. That's I mean, noble. Yeah, six games. But, it, but no, they can't beat them in a the seven-game series. Yeah, and, I, and also they're 42-1 to one to win the East. Long, long shot, obviously. They'd have to get through the Nets uh, at some point. Um, and then you've also got Philly. You've got Atlanta, you've got Boston, you got the Bucks. Like there's a lot of a lot of good teams out in the East. It's it's actually not as long as I thought it would be for them to win the East. But Perk says, Nah, Omar, they they're not going to be able to beat um, the Nets in a seven game series. I mean, could look, they could they, they beat them in a five game series? Look, no, look, Knicks <laughs> fans, let's let's not get out of hand. Right All right, now, okay? look, the great thing about it is they have been a wonderful NBA story thus far, right yep. in this NBA season. For them to make the playoffs is a huge success, right? Like, just making the playoffs. I mean, the Knicks haven't been in the playoffs in almost a decade. So, for them just to make the playoffs this year, just let that be the starting point. Let's not get carried away about yeah. first-round matchups. And if you see the Nets, now, nah, let's not do all that. Just just cherish this moment right here. Well, and also the the Knicks are sitting in the fourth spot right now. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I, unless I am, am, am mistaken, but the Knicks aren't. It's not like they're going to have to play the Nets in the first round anyway. Maybe maybe we think second round, right? Yeah, Knicks are sitting in the fourth spot, so they might get through the a first round series. But they possibly can. Now that's another conversation to be had because the Knicks would have to play either the Celtics or the Hawks. That's the teams that's floating around that that five at five, four, six range, you know yep. what I mean? If the Knicks don't fall, which I don't think they will. I think like yeah. right now you can't break the Knicks. I think they're a, I think they're a lock to to not be at a play in position. I think they're a lock to be six or better. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, that's safe to say. Yeah, and I think I think that that's actually a good bet. We'll, we'll find that there, there might be some might be some money we could sprinkle on there. All right, let's move along. We got your boy Russ and the Wiz against the Lakers. This is in DC. Lakers minus one and a half for the game. What do you think about this one, Pert? <coughs> oh man. So 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 just so you know, if you like the half, Lakers just have to be up because it's a half a point. You know what? I would I would. It's tough. I wouldn't even mess with this game. You know what I might mess with though? I'm honest to God, like let's just talk about Russell Westbrook and the and the triple doubles. And I hate that anybody out there is talking about him padding stats. That's just fucking stupid. You can't you it's not that easy to just get a triple double. Like it's what really is hard. His, what is his art? Let me Look, see. Look, what is it? Tell me his player props on getting a triple double. Oh, it's a wrap. Padding- yeah, it's a wrap. It's minus 180 for him to record a triple-double tonight. That shit's basically a deadbolt lock. Yeah, that, that is a deadbolt lock. What about Bradley Beal scoring over 30 points tonight? Let's see. I'll, I'll look for that. But I but it, just right now, I'm seeing Bradley Beal to, to score the most points on you know on either side of the ball, minus 175. And then for him to score over 30, minus 118. That's another deadbolt lock. So it's like... If you want to, how, how you say it, if you want to make a high hundred, put a hundred and what, 50 yeah. or something. Well, that's the thing. So if it's if it's minus 118 for for him to score 30 plus, then you have to put 118 down to win 100. But you could also put half of that to win 50, right? Like you just do the math or you could put double that to win 200. So just, you know, I think, think, all, think about it always, I think, in, ter- in, in, in units of 100, because that's how they, they build these odds, and then do the math yourself. Um, and if it's an even number, you can always break it down to a, you know, a whatever it is to one makes it easy. You put $1 to win, you know, $34 or whatever it is, and you do the math from there. But I, I, don't, I don't think any of these provide, I don't think that provides enough value for me. But on Russ to, to record a triple-double, I think I said, what was it, minus 180? I actually think because it's like a foregone conclusion that he'll that he'll record one, I don't think it's that risky to put 180 down to win 100. No, I don't either. Yeah, like I think that's a pretty damn good bet. He's done it 30 times this season. It it seems like every night or every other night he's doing it. And, and you know, Russ, for some, you know, Russ, he take matchups personal. And, yeah. you know, uh, Dennis Schroeder have like this edge that he plays with. And Russ, like, for some reason, he might not even, you know, he don't even probably know Dennis Schroeder like that, but just because the way he plays, Russ is going to come out on one. Yeah, He's going to personally attack Dennis Schroeder tonight. I'm just telling you. And there's no LeBron to defend him at, you know, anywhere on the floor. AD is going to be still on some, on probably some minute minutes restrictions. So might be a clearer path to the rim. You, you think Andre Drummond's there? I, I, I haven't seen Gasol in a minute or, or maybe I just haven't noticed because he hasn't been doing much, but I do feel like Dennis Schroeder is the type of dude that will get under your skin. We saw it happen with Kyrie and yeah, I think Russ is taking, is taking that shit so personally. Plus, the Wizards are hot. They've won eight of their last nine, and they've covered seven of their last nine against the spread. So, I mean, well, they're I on actually, fire. I actually kind of like the Wizards' first half. Well, Wizards' first half, then, I mean, they're, yeah, if they're I up, wouldn't say it's a dead bow lock, but I like it, though. Yeah. You know what? I'm taking it. Wizards' first half. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, it's basically, you're saying the Wizards just have to be up at the half, and if that happens, you win money. Yeah, I'm with this. All right, now listen the to this. At, at, the Wizards are at home, right? Yeah, they're in D.C. Yeah, I'm with them. 
Yeah. All right. Perk likes Wizards first half. Instead of staying away from it, if you like something, they're they're plus one and a half for the game, so it's plus point five for the half. So if they're up, you're you're good. If they're tied. If they're tied, you're good, right? Um, Perk, here's a good one. Will Washington make the playoffs? The odds are yes, plus two seventy. No, minus three fifty five. Not a play in the actual playoffs. So will they be better than a six seed? Yeah, they they will. They okay. will get in the play in. And then they will win to get into the playoff. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That, so that makes it so they either, even if they're in the play and you think they'll get through it because we do think they'll be the seven or eight seed if, if at worst. All right. Yo, I, I like, like that. This. I actually love this. I actually like that too. Just, just a rehash at plus 270. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Plus yeah. 270 is not a bad yeah. bet right there. I'm with it. Okay. Washington to make the playoffs plus 270. We like that. And just a reminder, guys, not to make it just to the play-in and lose, like to actually make the playoffs. So to be an actual one through eight seed when when it's all set after the play-in tourney. Because it's a tourney this year. It's interesting the way they're doing it. Right. Hey, Perk, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. One of the things I love about betting on basketball is I'm always finding new player props or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. And that's really what it's all about. It's called a same game parlay bet and you can find them only on FanDuel. I love same game parlay bets. There's so many NBA market options. You got player point total, rebounds, assists. You can root for your favorite players. You can create your own player focused parlay if you want. You have the chance to put a small bet down and win big. Odds are high, which results in great payouts. So some of the NBA market options, you've got money line, point spread, first basket scorer, player points. You can score 10 plus, 15 plus, 20 plus. Those are fun player props. Player rebounds, four plus rebounds, six plus rebounds, eight plus rebounds for all you 20 and 10 guys out there. Player assists, two, four, six plus for all the point guards in the world. You got player three pointers. You have the option for one, two, or three. I would say take Steph on the over because he had five last night. He's had 10 four times in the past week and a half. That's a good one there. Player steals, plus one, plus two, plus three, of course. And then player blocks, one, two, or three. Whether you are new or use FanDuel Sportsbook every day, check out NBA Same Game Parlays daily. Same Game Parlays are just one reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets. They've got exclusive always-on promotions such as enhanced odds boosts on the biggest events to let you get more action out of every game day. Plus different deposit options so you know your dollars are safe. And if you win, they get you your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. That's one day. If you haven't tried FanDuel Sportsbook yet, new users get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000, $1,000. Just place a bet and FanDuel will refund you up to a grand back in site credit if you don't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today and use promo code BETTINGACADEMY at sign up. That's promo code BETTINGACADEMY. Tell them Big Perk sent you. Disclaimer, it's 21 and up and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Virginia. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. TN Redline, that's 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or you can visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Moving back down the line, we have Spurs Heat. Hey, Garrett, who cares? No, I'm just fine. 
Uh, five and a half point favorites are the Heat against the Spurs. This is a finals rematch from years ago, as Garrett reminded us. And again, who cares? What do you think of this one? You talking to me? Yeah, I just like to I just like to mess with Garrett because he's a big no, Heat fan. No, no, I'm I'm sitting up here saying to myself, I'm not messing with you. Yeah. You know why? Because here's why. First of all, you don't know what you're gonna get out of Miami, right? Like right. Jimmy Butler, like he'll take two, three quarters off, and then all of a sudden Miami, <laughs> him and Bam just turns it up in the fourth quarter. So I don't know. And then the Spurs actually have been flying under the radar because they've been popping people. Mm. DeMar DeRozan has been No balling. pun intended, P- Coach Pop. They've been popping people. Yeah, shout, shout out to DeMar DeRozan, man. He's been yeah. balling and haven't been getting the recognition recognition that he's de- that he deserves. Yeah, okay? always. So I was is, is he away. the most disrespected player? I know LeBron said Book was, but is DeMar? He's pretty disrespected, right? He is. He is. No one gives him his just due. But I will say this. I will stay away from that game. Yeah, Spurs are sitting in the ninth spot. They're winners of, of the last three. The, the 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 Heat, it's interesting. They're like in the seventh spot. I almost think the Heat want to just go home. Like they were in the finals last year. I almost feel like if they don't make it in or they got to play in and they lose it, it doesn't feel to me like there's a lot of urgency there for it's them. Not, yeah. It's not. And that's the sad part about it. Like I'm waiting on Jimmy Butler. I'm waiting on Jimmy Butler to actually like, like you, you, you know how I was like with Jason Tatum. When you start talking about guys that are in that conversation of elite and special, and then you know how people ramble on about like Jimmy Butler sometimes should be in the MVP conversation because of the impact he has on the Heat culture, right? Sure. And and winning. Sure. TP three, right? His stats are not blowing people out of the water. I believe he's averaging like seventeen points and eight assists or something like that, but. He do have those moments like he did against the Knicks where he turns the hell up and remind people of who the hell he is. Jimmy Butler haven't had one of those moments in a long time. Yeah. Like, to me, like, it's time. It's time for us tonight to tomorrow to be saying, hey, Jimmy put up 45. Like, I'm waiting on that. Yeah. Do you think losing Kelly Olenek was big for them? Like, they don't have a lot of size. Nah, I mean... I kind of, I mean, I'm with, I feel like Bam is Bam. You know, he's one of my favorite bigs in the game today. But I feel like Dwayne Deadman wasn't a bad pickup. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it was a solid pickup, but it's it's just like the Heat being cruise control too much for me. Like, yeah. you know, and they have the right personnel, like Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Dragic, uh, you know, Trevor Reese is a savvy vet, like, mm-hmm. You know, they, they have more than enough. Kendrick Nunn could turn up when he feel like it, but I, I don't know when they feel like it. Yeah, I don't think they feel like it this season. Yeah, I, I was completely stay away from that game. Hey, shout out Eric Newman. I see you. I'll get you up here. Shout out Drew Crookston. I see you. Listen, th- this is a, a fun distinction to make because like, I don't care about this game at all, Spurs Heat, but 
do we do just because I don't care about watching it as a as a consumer, do I care about betting on it? And that's always the question you have to ask yourself, because sometimes the line could be so good, even if you're not interested. Like, for example, last night, what was it? The Timberwolves and, and the Rockets. I heard, I, th- I think Fandle tweeted out like the only people watching this game are the people who bet on it, like because nobody cares about that game. The two you know bottom feeders in the NBA. But, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting. So if you want to if you're if you're looking to bet on it, you got to go somewhere else for that dead ball. We, we stay say what we say, <coughs> stay away from it. All right, yep. let's, let's move down Pelicans Nuggets. And before we do that, Keisha, I see you. Keisha is asking how the Nuggets will do tonight against the Pels. Perk, the Pels are plus four. Uh, Denver's the favorite, guys, by four. What do you think? Where's the game at? Uh, Denver, mile high. I like, I, that, I think that's a dead bow lock, Denver first half. Dude, by the way, holy shit. Speaking of Denver Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater just got traded to the Denver Broncos for a sixth round pick. Mm. Damn, I thought he was coming to SF. That's all right. We're going to get Justin Fields in the draft Thursday night. Oh, oh, huge pickup. If y'all get Justin Fields, that's a huge pickup. Like, Thanks, Kate Howard. Know. Shout out for hitting me with that news. Yeah, I love it. Teddy All right, so you Teddy, like Bridgewater at the Broncos? I do. What happens to Locke, Drew Locke? I wasn't a fan of Locke. Like, I mean, do you, you think do you think Drew Locke still starts? No. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I think it's to be earned. But see, that's the good thing about having that. Like, you want that competition to hold guys accountable. Like, you want Teddy, even if Teddy Bridge Teddy Bridgewater come in and he's not the starter. You want Locke to be looking over his shoulder to have that competition to hold him accountable. No doubt, I, but yeah. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna mess around and go with a two headed monster, and that sometimes benefits no one. Uh, someone always gets th- gets in their feelings, right? Yeah. And, and it'll probably like be Drew Locke to get in his, like Carson like Wentz that. got into it's, his. It's not. It's not good. It's not good team chemistry. Yeah. But, well, but yeah. Pick, like, pick a starter. You're right. Pick a starter. Right. But I like the Nuggets dead bow lock tonight. Keisha, uh, Perk's taking the Nuggets, their favorites, by four. You like them for the game or the half? First half. First half, two and a half. So Denver's two and a half point favorites for the first half in Denver against the Pels. <laughs> That's yep. a dead ball. That is. And to answer Keisha's question, do we think Denver can pull out the win? Yes. Yeah. They're just a, yes. be- they're just a better team, although, look, they bulldozed the Clippers. The Clippers had some dudes sitting out and, and maybe needed a break. But the top four in the West are separated by, what, five games, I think it is? Four or five games between Jazz, um, Suns, Clippers, and Nuggets. Top four separated by, like, five games. So all these games matter. And then, of course, we got Clippers playing Phoenix. We'll get there. Um, all right, you guys. So Perk likes Denver first half. Kisa, he's also thinking Denver's going to gonna win. You think they cover the four? I do. Okay, there you go. Y'all got I do. it. I do. I do. All right, Perk. I this do. is this it, is. It's, it's, no, go ahead. It's, go ahead. Just, it, it's just something about the the Pelicans, man. Zion is special, but Drew Bled. I mean, Eric Bledsoe. That like I I thought he would be better. He is so inconsistent. It's unreal. And I used to love Eric Bledsoe, but like. The way his style of play is and, and like his lack of production on the offensive end, they ride the shoulders of Zion too heavy. Yeah. You know, and I, I really feel like, you know, the Pelicans might not have an answer for 
for big Jokic. Although I love big Steven Adams, it's just Jokic is just, I mean, the cutting and the moving. The, the, first of all, the Pelicans are not defending a damn thing, okay? That's mm. the first thing. They're not defending nothing. All right? Um, yeah, there, no argument there. What was it? They're, they had a uh, they yeah. were they were on like a thirteen uh, game streak in somewhere in the middle of the season of uh, you know taking the over in games that they're playing in. So yeah, yeah I mean they're not defending score. and they're yeah. putting up a lot of points. Right. Pels are cold, right? They've lost six of the last eight. They're six and two straight up and against the spread, though. That's not a bad number to look at. Michael Porter Jr. though is he playing better defense now? I don't know, but he's playing better offense. Boy, right. he is balling out of control right now. He ha- and since Jamal went down, he's t- he's completely taken over. Another reason why I don't think Jokic is the MVP. Jokic has played consistently throughout Jamal <coughs> Murray's injury, but the difference and the reason why they're sticking around at the four spot to me is Michael Porter Jr. Less about Jokic and more MPJ. I agree. And you know what? You know why we on the MVP conversation? This might be the most controversial MVP yeah. of all time. Of like, all time. Because you don't know. It's so it's too many guys out there that you could just point and say, man, he should win the MVP. Or, nah, he should win the MVP. And, and it's like, if you're a voter, like, who are you voting for? Well, let's get Perk a vote. We, we're, th- that campaign, we're starting it up. We're talking to folks. Seriously, Perk. That's what I'm saying. It's Steph, Joel. Jokic, Giannis, you see people like CP3 still in that conversation. Harden's not back, right? So it don't matter there. And then I do think Dame, depending on how he can finish, I mean, he's not going to win it, but could be in the convo. That brings us to a dope bet to the future um, about Steph Curry. And I know the Warriors aren't playing tonight, but um, you tweeted, Perk, that Steph will hit 100 threes by the end of this month. So we had our odds maker, Michael Socoli, put some odds to paper <clears throat> for us. Will Steph go over under 103 points in April? So he's at he ni- he's at 90 right now. He had five last night, I think. So he's at 90 right now. There's one game remaining this month. He had four games with 10 plus. Um, yo, yo, he's averaging like six and a half threes a game. Most guys don't even average six and a half assists a game or rebounds a game. So look, who are they playing? Who well, is they- the left? They don't play tonight. I'll I'll look and see who they're playing. No, but you I, know what? I'm about to find. Yeah, that. I'll get it for you. But here's how Sokoli put it up: the over plus two ten that he goes over a hundred. So that means he needs to get ten more tomorrow night. And the under at minus two fifty. Bro, bro, over, G. over. Who are they playing? They playing the Timberwolves. Oh, Minnesota. <laughs> it's he, a it's a wrap. He gets over ten threes against Minnesota. Damn. So we, you're taking the over that he gets to the that he gets to. He doesn't have to. He has to get to 101. So he's got to put up 11. That's dope. I love it. So that's a I'm fun rolling. one right there, man. I love I'm that rolling. too. And by the way, Steph Curry is my MVP. Um, I don't give a shit about how uh, <laughs> many wins or losses they have. They're gonna get into the playoffs. A play in is the playoffs, whether they lose there or not. To do what he's done without Clay having a totally like redeveloped team and they're toying and tinkering with lineups all year, to have Draymond affect <coughs> the game in all kinds of statistic statistical categories, but not really give him any help on 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 the offensive side uh, in terms of points. Yo, know, I just think what he's done is crazy. We're never gonna see another season like this. No, we're not. So you got to reward not. him. I think you have to. Jokic is going to do this every year. 
Joel Embiid is going to do this every year. Like, I think, I think you got to reward Steph Curry in my mm-hmm. mind. All right, here got, we go. I got two more dead bow locks. Yeah, today. you you tell us. I'm going to just pin this tweet. Yeah, because we got Portland, Memphis, and then Clippers, Phoenix. I don't care about Jazz Kings if, unless you Me- Me- Memphis is a dead bow lock tonight. All right. First half. Memphis minus one and a half for the game. You like Portland for the coming first off of back to back. Memphis has been playing exceptional basketball. Memphis is on a mission. I like Memphis at home. First half, dead boat lock. Okay. I like Utah. I love Utah on the road, giving up eight and a half yep. against the Kings. First half, and I love them for the game. And dead it looks like that lock. went. It looks like that went to nine now. So Utah nine. So you like first half and game for the Jazz. Yep. And I'm staying the hell away from Clippers and Suns. But it's only a four point. It's, it's Phoenix only favored by four. But no, well, Kawhi's doubtful. No surge. No, no P, P, uh, Pat Bev. But we think Rondo's going to play. You don't like it at all, huh? You know what? It's give only it's only two and a half at the half. Phoenix nope, two and a half nope. point favorite. Give me give me Suns at, at the half. You okay. know why? I'm going back and I'm looking at their last game. Where the Suns played the Clippers, it was a lot of trash talking. Rondo was talking noise like towards CP3. Mm. I think this is a revenge game for the Phoenix Suns back at home. They just came off a big win against the Knicks. CP3 with a hell of a performance. Devin Booker, I believe, had a frustrating night. No, I don't believe I know. He had a frustrating night against the Clippers. He's going to bounce back. Give me Clippers in Phoenix, first half, dead boat lock. I'm not shying away from it. Yeah, and look, like uh, the Clippers have have beat the Suns twice this season, so they own the tiebreaker. They're only back of them by, what, a couple of games, maybe one, two, let me look. Like, yeah, the top three are, are separated by, like, three games, like we said, and you add the Nuggets in there, it's like a five-game. So, <coughs> so, look, they're back two on the Suns right now. They own the tiebreaker so they could get a game back in the West which is important for the Clippers to win this game. I actually think they're going to come out with a sense of urgency and win this game. I don't know that I think I'm, – I'm actually – I would take the Clippers plus four. They just have to win the game. I would take the Clippers plus plus four for the game. That's what you're doing? Yeah, even without Kawhi, I still think Clippers need this game. They know it. They We've seen them without their starters all year win games, even bad teams, good teams. I think they got this one. And I'm with you. I think Rondo is going to take take this shit personally. That CP3 shit is is coming. Th- that goes back to the Lakers the Lakers Rockets, right? Gee, I actually think CP3 is going to take this person. Oh, okay. And the Suns, because okay. the last time they played, it was a lot of noise talking, and they played in L.A. So I think the Suns, is, this is a revenge game. I like the Suns first half. Kirk likes the Suns first half minus two and a half. I, I probably agree with that, but I like the clip. I like the Clippers with the points for the game plus four. And by the oh, way, I, Phoenix is plus nine fifty to win the West. They're not gonna. Mm-hmm. Win, they're not gonna win the West. I might put a hundred dollars on there, though. You know what? I put money on Phoenix to win the West back like a month and a half ago, though. So. I can't remember what my odds were. I have to look at my bet slip, but I I thought it was but, a good bet then. I don't know. I don't know that I think it's a good bet now. But gee, will we be surprised if they do win the wins? I think at this point I would be surprised. Yeah, because I think the Clippers will, but I also think the Lakers are are going to come back with such a vengeance and I be will, healthy. I will say the Clippers are my favorites to win the West. 
But I wouldn't be surprised if the Suns win the West or the Lakers or the Jazz. Like, I think I'd be surprised if the Jazz actually won it. I would be surprised. Yeah, I think I'd be surprised. I wouldn't. Okay. Well, listen to this. We have a question from, and then we'll and then we'll get out of here. Vevgeny, man, I'm telling you, I'm so sorry. I'm like I said, it's all it's all good. I mess up names all the time. I know, but I pride myself, and because people call me Paradiso or all kinds of shit, they add a syllable, so I, I know how it feels, guys. But that, the the question that's is why, that's why that's why I just call you G or Gina. That's right. And so I, he, I don't even try. I don't even try because I, you know, I don't want to mess about friendship. You like perfect. <laughs> I would get never my, get my damn name right. <laughs> get, get it fucking right. <laughs> How many people have fucked up Kendrick in your life, though? I feel like people mess Kendrick up. You know what? They don't. They don't mess. They don't mess it up by saying it. They mess it up by spelling. Sure. Yeah. Dummies. Like I'm a lot sure. of people forget. Forget the D at times, like Kendrick. Kendrick. And some people put an I right there. Like, I mean, you know, is yeah. I mean, what's what up? People like to add vowels and syllables <laughs> to names. It's weird. <laughs> but but the question is, will the Suns make it past the first and or second round of playoffs? I actually think that's a great question because in the back of my mind, I kind of don't think they will. I, I kind of think they lose in maybe the second round. I got to be honest. Depends on who they play. First of all, they're getting past the first round. But what about the second? Now, the second rounds will get tricky. I mean, this is where you start. I think this is this is where you start looking at matchup. Now, if they happen to get a second round matchup against, hold on, could be so, it could so, be Denver. If they're two now, I mean, it could be. What about what if it's the Lakers? Because the Lakers could drop down to six. Could be the Mavericks. Could be the Trailblazers. I don't actually think they'd beat any of those teams. Maybe they beat the Mavericks, but I think Blazers and Lakers could take the Suns. I don't see Portland beating the uh, the Phoenix Suns. I really don't. They don't play. They don't play defense. Portland has the worst defense in the league. Yeah. Well, second to worst. They rank no. They rank twenty ninth. Speaking of Portland, though, did you see Ennis Cantor the other night roll in with, with a shirt similar to mine? Hire women, invest in women, pay women. Shout out Kelsey Trainer. That's that's a good message. Thanks, Ennis. That's what he shot? Yeah. That's what now, he had Ennis, on. You know what? Ennis is a good dude. He's always supporting the cause, no matter what it is. Interesting story with him, boys, with his home, with his country and stuff like that. I fucks with Ennis. You know what I mean? He's always supporting the cause. He always rides for what's right. So shout out to Ennis County. Yeah, Turkey. They've they, he's he's been through his fair share of of discrimination and almost what seems like exile. And uh, he's always supported everything that's happening here in the states as it relates to uh, civil rights, right? And to just mm-hmm. uh, being great human beings and not being uh, crazy fuck dictators. Yeah, I, I'm with <laughs> in his heart. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's get out of here on this. There was one other question I think from Jazz, right? J a s to me that's Jazz. Um, seven through 10 seeds are pretty tight in the Eastern conference. Which do, do which two do you like to make the playoffs after the plan? So we'll end on that. So let me give you that. So you've got the heat at seven right now, the, the Hornets at eight Pacers, nine wizards, 10 with the bulls Raptors sitting right outside that 10 spot. So of those teams, who do you think gets out of the play in and actually into a seven or eight seed in the playoffs? I I actually, I actually, <clears throat> I think 
I like the Hornets. I like the Hornets and the Wizards. I like the Wizards and I like the Wizards in Miami. Interesting. But if but if the Hornets get LaMelo back, could they make a nice little little run through the play-in? If they get like when he, back in time? I mean, they had the personnel, but I don't see them beating like I don't know if they <clears throat> I just I don't know. To me, like they don't have Gordon Haywood. He's out for the season. Like yeah. that was huge because he was balling. Yeah, he they'd have balling. to beat a team like Boston. Yeah, yeah. It might, it'd be tough for him. But if I had to, just to, for for the fun of it, Jazz, I like um, I like the Hornets and the Wizards. Perk likes the Heat and the Wizards, so I think those are two pretty good picks there. Yeah. All I right, Perk. What else you got? Him. Yeah, really. I mean. We got our dead boat locks tonight, right? Let's, yeah. let's let's go over there so we can make sure we have everything like we're supposed to. Okay. Right? Sixers first half, you love that yeah. against the Hawks. Yeah. Cleveland first half, you love that against the Magic. No, I no, I like Philly. I like Philly. You like Philly, my bad. Yep. I like Philly. I love Cleveland. Yep. Boston, Charlotte. You like Charlotte. I like, I like Charlotte. Yep. Taking the underdog, guys. Uh, Knicks, Bulls. I love the Knicks. Dead bow lock. First, and by the way, guys, first half on all these. All first, my picks are first half. Let it be known. Okay, Lakers, Utah. Lakers, Wizards, though. That moved to plus two now. You still like the Wiz for the first half? I like the Wizards. Okay. I love Utah. You love Utah against the Kings. I, li- I like Phoenix. You like Phoenix first half, and I like Clippers for the game. Yep. And I love Memphis. You love Memphis. You love Memphis. And then uh, Pelicans, Denver, we, you said we, you like the Nuggets, and we love Teddy Bridgewater going to yeah. the Broncos. Yeah, I like the Nuggets. I didn't say I love it. So if you you know, you know want to ride, I'm telling you my picks for the night. I gave you the ones that I love, which means my dead boat locks, and I gave you the ones that I like, which is like, uh, yeah, I like them. It might mean like if you like them, you can sprinkle a little bit, and if you love them, you might you might be able to go yeah, a little up. Yeah, yeah. You you go to the bank and get out of withdrawal. And for anyone out there who gets mad, like when <coughs> you know they get all butthurt when like they go with one of Perks picks and it doesn't hit, like why how, why are you over here crying over ten dollars? <laughs> That's what I say, Perk. Let me, motherfuckers, they act but, like they put it, a grand on something. But, but here's my thing, right? Check this out. We gave you how many picks tonight? A lot, how many? Like Ten. No, no. But I'm saying, how many was it? Was my dead boat lot? You had you you lo- dead boat Cleveland at the half. Was one? Did, was Charlotte a dead boat at the half? No. Uh, Knicks, Knicks. Knicks. Yep. Dead boat. Wizards. Memphis. Uh, Memphis and Utah. Right. So and, that's. But not Denver. No, I like them. Okay. All right. So there's four dead boat lots that I gave you, right? Yep. And the rest was the ones that I like. Yep. So for example, if you take $10, meaning you take $40 and you place $10 on one, $10 on the other one, $10 on one, $10 on the other, right? There's four different picks you got out there. You may have to put $10.25 or $10.50 or something to that nature, right? Or $11, whatever it may be. If you split, right? If three of those picks hit, you still win. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So like, Okay, if one don't make it, then another one go wash that one, and you still up two picks. You feel what I'm saying? A hundred percent. Because when you look at it, you're looking at did I break even 
Am I up or down? And you do that like for the whole night, right? You don't just one game. But some people are just sprinkling into this. They're getting their confidence up and that's dope too. So if there was one game that you were like, no, this, if you're going to bet on one thing tonight, this is the one I love the most. Which one is it? It's the, it's the, uh, the New York Knicks. Knicks. All right. So if Knicks. It's one game, if it's one game that I'm telling y'all to go, if you, if you only picking one game tonight and you said I'm about to go all the way in, it's the New York Knicks. You New York First Knicks time. against the Chicago Bulls, you guys. If you got one bet to make tonight, take that one. I think I saw Martin take that one too. I think a lot of people like that, so it seems like a safe and bet. Then, and the crazy thing is this, G. Like you know, like here's my thing. It's not like we're sitting up here telling you to parlay it, right? I'm not That's telling different. you that. I'm telling you this is what I'm doing. Like this is my strategy. Yep, is what I do. I'm, I'm gonna take these four teams. And I'm going to take all these teams on single bets for the first half. Yeah. So take you $45 or whatever you want to take sure. a bet on. Right? Take you $45 and sprinkle that on each game. Yep. Right? For the first half. And guarantee you're not going to lose. Yeah. And Meaning if- not lose is not having a clean sweep. Yesterday I did. Yep. Right? All three hit. You could have took all three and you could have parlayed you with a one big. Yeah, but you were you were sawing logs. You, you got tired, and kids were running you around. Yeah, I do. I would say this. We'll we'll end on this. Fanduel does some really cool shit with same game parlays. There's one same game parlay that I would take. It would be the Wizards plus two. I think I would take the Wizards first half, and then I would take Russell Westbrook for to record a triple double. I, I think mm. what minus one eighty. Mm. That might be my same game parlay. Westbrook triple-double, Wizards first half against the Lakers. The other bet we didn't really talk about, and we can I know I always say this, we can sort of end on this. If you don't like the spread um, for for um, Clippers-Phoenix because it's it's iffy and and Phoenix is favored by four, Perk likes them for the first half. I like Clippers for the game. If you want to do something dope, take take an over-under. It's only 221. I feel like maybe take the under there. So two teams combined will not score 221 points. No, I, I kind of like the under. Yeah, I, I think the defense is going to be stellar tonight. I think it's going to be a playoff-type atmosphere. And by the way, the, the, the total is now 220 instead of 221. I still like the under for, for Phoenix Clippers. Yeah. So you guys, there's, like a lot of sh- there's a lot of shit you can do. But to, to Perk's point, uh, you know, just – if you if you make four bets and you win three of them or even two of them, you're good. Don't trip. It's okay. Live to fight another day. Right. Thanks. Right. All right, y'all. We're the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, under the Money Grab banner. You can always find us simulcasting here on Twitter Spaces. Perk, leave them with something as we go. Hey, look, if you knew better, you would do better, right? I, that's my favorite line. You know, hey, roll with us. I'm telling you, roll with us. We Look. We're not perfect, okay? But we are shooting like 80% from the field right now. We might not be perfect, but you are perfect. Ooh, oh, ooh, shit. We're going to end that on that. Bars. That was bars. That was bars. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you out there. This time we took questions uh, uh, via the space, and so we're not going to do any live, but we're going to be back probably Friday. We'll let y'all know. Ride with us. Good luck tonight. <laughs>